Does he have a vintage moment in? In the end zone, it is caught for the win! Richard Rodgers! Throws it up in the air, says a prayer, and Janice doesn't stop at all! R-E-L-A-X. Relax. We're going to be okay. What's up? What's happening? Welcome to the Cheesehead Central Podcast, a product of Digital Z Sports. I'm your host tonight, Tom Turner. And what a game. What a game. Just an absolute beat down by the Packers. Great game. Playoff game. Playoff. I don't want to say atmosphere because the fans weren't there, but it just felt like a playoff game. Currently recording this game Monday around 6.30 at night and just great game. Let's get into it. So to recap, just 40 to 14, just domination by the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers locked up the MVP race, in my opinion, about everybody else's. Watched a lot of sports debates and sports talk shows today and everybody was green at he locked it up. Mahomes did not have a great game. Chiefs did not play that well. Their defense played pretty good. But, again, it was the Falcons who the Packers handled pretty easily. Mahomes, one pick, two touchdowns, not that great. Rodgers, on the other hand, only four incompletions, 231 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. Was He threw across his body. It was a great catch by Malcolm Butler. But he had just as much incompletions as he did touchdowns. Great game from Aaron Rodgers. Next up, just A.J. Dillon. 21 attempts running, 124 yards, and two touchdowns. Great game. It was great for everybody except for one person in Green Bay. I'll talk about that later in the pod. And then also the best wide receiver in all of football, Monte Adam was targeted 12 times, 11 receptions, 142 yards receiving, and three touchdowns. Great game out of him. The other touchdown Went to St. Brown, his first career touchdown. Congratulations to him. Overall, just a great win for the team. And our defense showed up. And I was I was just talking about how I'll be fine if Henry has 100 rushing yards. You know, we just can't let him get like 200 or 150. Let him run all over to set up the play action. And boy, was not just me, but everybody wrong. Who would have thought that we would have hold Derrick Henry to 98 total rushing yards? Just crazy. The defense looked great. The only play they looked somewhat bad was it was third and one to start the second half. And they did the read option with Tannehill and Henry. We had Henry stuffed. Everybody was at Henry. He was going to be stuffed for about negative three yards. But Tannehill kept it and had like 40-something yard rush touchdown which I don't want to say was bad but it was we kind of gave up a wide open touchdown but we were determined to lock down and that's what you love from this team it was a great effort by the defense they only allowed a total of 121 yards passing and they got two picks Kirksley and Savage both got one Kirksley also got a sack and Savage is just continuing to play amazing football Brown 
who is one of the most underrated, underrated wide receivers in the league. He was targeted eight times, only got four receptions for 43 yards. Corey Davis, who was coming off one of his best games of his career, targeted twice, zero catches. That's called Jair Alexander right there. And I'll, I'll be nice, Kevin King as well. He played very well. He did have one missed tackle in open space that led to a first down. But besides that, he played excellent. He team tackled sometimes. He was great. He got a deflection on the pass. Great all the way around. And noticing more and more, he's not so much a tackle and space guy. He's more make a big play guy once in a while. And also jamming up the receivers at the front. Jair is usually great all the way around. But Kevin King is more, he's got that length and he's taller and bigger. So he can mess around, hand fight more and give him space with that arm length that he has. So that's great on his part. I saw that a lot. He was doing that with Corey Davis. It's a pretty good game out of him. And Janu Smith, seven, seven targets for only three catches, 30 yards. We did amazing. And it's because we did that five-man box. Great call by Mike Pettin. Shutting down the run. And if you haven't looked this season, we have amazing in-man coverage. Jair can lock down anybody. Kevin King is a wild card, but he plays great sometimes. Sullivan's pretty dang good. And then you got the safeties in Darnell Savage and Adrian Amos, who are absolute studs. These guys are crazy good. Even Vernon Scott got some plays. And if I remember right, yeah, he had 26 plays and he had three tackles. It was because Will Redman was injured, obviously, and then Raven Green has been on the IR for a couple weeks, so we need a guy to step up. He stepped up, 26 plays, three tackles, did not get burnt. Great play out of him, but we are way, way better, man. Then we go with that five-man front. You got Kenny Clark, Lowry, Lancaster, Gary, the Smith bros, all those guys working hard and works like a charm. The linebackers play great, too. Chris Barnes, he had seven total tackles. Um, Kirksey had a pick and a sack. I didn't see a lot out of Martin, but, you know, nothing to complain about. Just a great game overall. So let's. I'm going to talk about the offense for a little bit first. And the rushing offense was so good. And like I said earlier, A.J. Dillon's game was great for everybody in Green Bay except for one person, Aaron Jones. I think this gave the front office an eye into the future. And yet, recency bias, one game, whatever you want to say, he was pretty dang good in college. Very good at Boston College going against ACC schools. Very good. We haven't seen a lot out of him. We finally see against a somewhat good Titans defense. I don't want to say it's best. I would say maybe middle of the pack. And he just diced them. Two touchdowns. 124 yards, even caught some passes too. Great job by him that whole entire game. Had a little trouble with the Lambo leaps, got to work on that. But I think that's the problem with Aaron Jones wanting a new contract. That's too much money. And like it goes with every running back, I think the only running back you can pay, which they already did, Derrick Henry, I feel like it's the only running back you can really pay Christian McCaffrey Maybe, but he's starting to get injured now. Dalvin Cook is way too injured for me to give him that much money. He is very good, though. But yeah, you can't pay Aaron Jones the money that he wants. 
I've said this for a couple weeks now, let Aaron Jones walk. It's going to hurt. I love him on the team, but re-sign Jamal Williams. He does everything Aaron Jones does, just a tiny bit worse, but he's a little better pass blocker. Sign him, save some money so we can sign the best center in the league, Corey Lindsey, back, who played phenomenal coming off an injury. I'll talk about that. And then we have A.J. Dillon for a couple more years without even having to worry about his contract. So Williams, A.J. Dillon, it's great. But, hey, let's just think about now. We got week 17 in the playoffs. We got three great running backs now. Aaron Jones, hopefully Jamal Williams can play week 17. If not, get rested up for the playoffs. And then A.J. Dillon. No, LaFleur did talk about he can't be crazy with it. And I totally agree. He, perfect play calling by him and also a little help from the running back coach as well, giving A.J. Dillon some breaks because LaFleur said he wanted to play Dillon more, but the running back coach said he needed some breaks at times, which is great. Sometimes you see a running back just run down the field, getting the Packers down the field, and then we take him out. Not this game. Jones, you know, he's coming off that turf toe a little bit. He said it was good to go, and then his hip was hurting a little bit, so they took him out, and he really wasn't getting a lot of reps till halftime. So A.J. Dillon was taking over. He was doing okay, pretty good. Second half is really, really when he exploded. But in the second half, Aaron Jones had that long run where, yes, he stepped out of bounds. It wasn't called, though. Great job by the Packers to hurry up offense to snap it. Great run by him. him. He had a couple other receptions as well. And then he had about, I believe, two other 10-plus yard runs couple like five six seven eight yard runs great job by him and, was, and we kept him in it was usually drive by drive we would switch but Jones went back to back after his big rush which I thought was very smart and then we finished off the game with Dylan we had the game in check Dylan was doing great there was no need to put in Aaron Jones who was having a little trouble with his hip so it was just a great job by the coaching staff overall just an amazing job now for this O-line, just great job. Just just amazing job by the offense. Rick Wagner got hurt early. Lucas Patrick subbed in to play. Right guard, Billy Turner moved out to right tackle. Great job. Rodgers did get sacked once when it was fourth and three. But besides that, excellent, excellent blocking on the pass and rushing attempts. They I just, I don't know what to say. It's just our offensive line is so good. I think it's time to pay Corey Lindsley. I mean, he has got injured a couple times, but we do, and people do forget we have Lane Taylor coming back to get injured week one. Sad for him, he gets injured a lot, but Corey Lindsley, to see him that productive, one, like one week coming off his injury, that's just crazy. He played so good. He's able to get the linebackers easy. I mean, great job by him. Now, the blocking by our wide receivers was very good as well. I mean, besides Adam, there wasn't really a lot to talk about. I mean, St. Brown did have his one reception for about 21 yards in the touchdown. But Tanya was only targeted twice. And then he only had one reception for 17 yards. Um, Lazar was only targeted twice, two receptions, 14 yards. Tavon Austin, only two targets, two receptions, five yards. I mean, MVS didn't even get any receptions at all really wasn't looked to to do anything. Adams was going off, so, I mean, we just looked towards him. But the pass blocking, 
saw a couple times Lazard get some great blocks on the edge rushers to set up running lanes and also some pretty good blocks on the safeties as well. I didn't see any blocks MVS made, but I'm pretty sure he made some. Otherwise, he wouldn't be in the game. You know, he's not getting receptions. You've got to do something well to stay in. I mean, I'm only watching on the TV. I'm not, like, at the game at Lambeau seeing everything going on. But it was just a great game. And some people forget that it's snowing and we're playing that well. Let's not forget this. And Rodgers threw it like it was just 70 degrees sunny day. Just That's why we need the number one seed. Teams like the Saints, Bucks, Seattle, they don't know how to play in snow. Titans. I mean, they've been cold-weather games, but they haven't played in so They know how to play like it. Aaron Rodgers knows how to play like it. Just great game. And then the defense, spectacular. Mike Patton, great job. Great job. Kirksley and Savage each had an interception. Zedarius Smith and Kirksley each with a sack. Both safeties, Amos and Savage, along with Gary and Preston Smith, had a lot of pressures. We saw Preston early get some pressures, and Preston Smith had a pressure on the QB, Tannehill, to lead to the courtesy pick. That was a great job by him. He really got in there, and since he's got the car from Zedarius, he's been playing pretty good. So I think we just got to make it a rule, get him a car once a year, and it'll really pick up. So I just – great effort by him. I already talked about Chris Barnes, seven tackles. He's really coming on as an undrafted free agent. He's doing great at the middle linebacker spot. Amos had five tackles as well. Our safeties are just popping off. Great way. I mean, just great way to, like, kind of end the season going into week 17. And the Packers, are, they had a season-high 10 pass breakups, including three by J.R. Alexander and Darnell Savage. And I just, like, I, I want to talk about J.R., but there's really nothing to talk about. They don't throw to his side ever because he's so good. And if they do, it's just – Pass breakups. He's so good. Like people wonder why he doesn't get like so many interceptions because people don't want to throw their way. I mean, the he the quarterbacks know. Tannehill knew Corey Davis was not going to catch a ball over Jair. Jair had some great pass breakups. Top two corner. I think him and Jalen Ramsey and Humphrey's pretty good too from the Ravens, but I think him and Jalen Ramsey are top two for me. But our defense was just phenomenal. Great game all the way around. Just, just great, just great way. So moving on from the recap, low injuries. Talk about Corey Lindsay looked great off coming off the IR. I expect him to play in week 17. Didn't look like he re-injured anything. Playing great. Um, Wagner, leg injury was carted off. It didn't look great. He was on the ground for a while. But LaFleur said, Rick Wagner is going to be okay, unquote. So I assume he is going to be fine. No reason to put on the IR. Don't know if he'll be ready for week 17. And if not, there's nothing really big to worry about. We have Lucas Patrick, who's a little up and down at times. I, I'd rather have Wagner, but Lucas Patrick's a perfect fit. If not, Josh Runyon with two great tackles right there. I mean, two great guards right there. So it's not a big issue it's just something minor to watch if you want to look for something and then Williams you can take his time because Dylan popped off so we have value at our number two and then also Aaron Jones of course so he can take his time I would like to see him be ready ready to go for week 17 but you know he can take his time take his time I'm emphasizing on that don't want to re-injure anything be ready to go for the playoffs 
And I like what Matt LaFleur said. He said the same thing about the Titans game last week. He was asked about Sunday's game at Chicago, and he responded with, quote, that's a playoff game. Packers playing for the number one seed, Bears playing for a playoff berth, unquote. That's the same exact thing he said. He said, obviously, without the Chicago, he said, Titans, this is going to be a playoff game. They're very great and great team and very great coach team as well. And we kicked their butts. Now, Titans are better than Chicago, but Chicago's coming off a good win. Not again. Okay, let me rephrase that. Coming off a win against the Jacksonville Jaguars, locked up the one, number one seed, number one pick. Sorry, excuse me, brain fart. So they're going to get Trevor Lawrence. And I don't want to say it was a good one because it wasn't, but the Bears looked pretty good. Trubisky had some bad throws, though. So I expect him to do that against this up-and-coming Packers defense. I expect us to take care of this game. Do a little quick prediction here. Like I, I would say it'd probably be 29, 32 to 17 Packers win. I feel like we're going to handle them pretty well. Maybe Montgomery will get a, a lane for kind of a big touchdown. But besides that, I feel like we should handle them well. They're going to come out like fired and ready to go because they're playing for the playoffs. I mean, there's still a chance they make it if they lose, but they'd much rather win and be safe. Packers are fighting for the number one seed. And I've said this so many times over and over again. Aaron Rodgers, four NC championship games, zero, zero have been at home. He's only won one. That was, of course, 2010 against the Bears. But it's such a big game. We saw that when it was snowing. It didn't affect Aaron Rodgers. It didn't even affect the Packers. Nobody wants to play in that cold but the Packers. Packers are used to it. You can practice in the cold and all you want. You can practice in 20-degree weather. But you cannot just – you do not know how it's going to be during the game. It's going to be colder than what you practice in, you know, and then throughout the whole entire game. And plus, it's that game atmosphere, playoff atmosphere, just the surround sound of – I know there's not a lot of fans, but there's still fans making noise, benches. I mean, it's going to be cold. You're not going to want to be there while the Packers are acting like it's sunny in 75. I mean, the number one seed so important. So important. You got dome teams like the Saints, who do not want to play in the cold. Tom Brady, who said he does not want to move back up north ever again. He wants to stay in the South. You got Russell Wilson. Yes, they play in rain a lot, but it barely ever snows there. It's mostly rain. And then, I mean, besides that, Chicago. But I'm not worried about Chicago at all. I really hope they make the playoffs so we can play them. The only team. I was worried about it once was the Rams because Jalen Ramsey's a very good corner. Their defense is very good, led by Aaron Donald. If so many weapons, I feel like we, my pennant would go zone for some reason. They tear us up. Their running game is good. They got a three-headed monster there. Then they lose to the Jets. I'm thinking, oh, you know, they're going to probably beat Seattle and they're going to be ready for the playoffs. They lose to Seattle. Now they might not even make the playoffs. Jared Goff is not even supposed to play right now. He just got surgery on his throwing hand. So the team I thought had the biggest threat to the Packers, who, again, is a warm-weather team, so they're almost would help us again with that team, doesn't even have their quarterback for a must-win game in Week 17 against the Arizona Cardinals, which I'm not really worried about. Their defense is okay, but I feel like we will handle them easily on the offensive end, and then our defense, I feel like, can keep up with Murray and Hopkins. Hopkins has not looked impressive at all, and he got injured. Of course, he came back, but... Maybe that injury can nag him a little longer. I mean, who knows? 
And then I'm not even worried about the NFC East. East. I mean, the Redskins, I thought was an okay team. Their defense is very good. And Alex Smith was looking like a solid QB on a playoff team. But he was injured. He didn't play against Carolina. Dwayne Haskins played, looked terrible. They released him. So I'm not worried about them. If the Cowboys make it, their defense is terrible. Our offense should put up 60 against them. I feel like our defense should be able to hold against their offense and Andy Dalton. We've seen how bad their offensive line is, so I'm not really worried about the run game with Zeke. They do have three capable wide receivers, which scares me a little bit, Kevin King and Sullivan, but it's, again, the Cowboys. They have a losing record. And then, of course, the Giants can still make it, but they don't really scare me at all. Gallman it's not that great of a running back. Not scared of Daniel Jones at all. And their defense is okay, but again, I'm the only thing I'm kind of scared about the Giants is the past history where they came into Lambeau twice and beat us. Once, when the only time Aaron Rodgers had the number one seed, they came in and beat us back in 2011. So there's no really team that scares me. It used to be the Rams, not anymore. The Packers are the favorite, and I am very relaxed right now. And what really makes me really happy is seeing how bad the Chiefs are. Like, oh, yeah, they won. They still only have one loss, 15-1, and one, blah, blah, blah. They, If you look at their schedule, it, there's a big difference with their 15-1 and one record. I mean, they just beat the Saints. I mean, they just beat the Falcons by three points when they could have lost that game if the cornerback for the Falcons made that catch and hold on. They got a four-point lead then and the ball. They could run it down the Chiefs' throats, win that game. Mahomes has another pick. But no, then the most reliable kicker in the past couple weeks this is a chip field goal, and the Chiefs won. So I'll look at their schedule. Also, excuse me, it's actually 14-1, not 15-1 right now. But starting at week nine, when they play the Panthers, they only won by two. Then Sunday Night Football, week 11 after they buy, they beat the Raiders by four. And the Raiders, not looking like that great of a team the past couple weeks. Then they go to the Bucks and win by three. Okay, impressive. Then at home, they beat the Broncos by just six points. And the Broncos are looking very inconsistent at times and just not that great of a football team right now with Drew Locke under quarterback. And then they beat the Dolphins by six at the Dolphins. That was week 14. That was, I guess, pretty good win. Tua, I, I really don't trust him as a QB. I think he's very inconsistent. I feel like Fitzmagic is the right person for them. But their defense is very good, and it showed when they picked off Mahomes three times. Then they beat the Saints by three, and then, like I said, the Falcons by three. So all their games are really close since week nine. So I really, I just, I feel like, I know the Colts are out of the playoffs right now, but I can see the Colts beating them. If Phillip Rivers has a good game, they can easily beat them. Their defense is very reliable. I feel like if Phillip Rivers, he's a trustable QB, even though I hate the way he throws. I'm not a big fan of Philip Rivers, but I feel like he's a veteran QB. He's been at, he's been in the playoffs before. He's played the Chiefs before. They can beat him. The Ravens can beat him. The way the Ravens are playing right now is not the way they played him when they met the Chiefs. Ravens are playing very well right now. I know Lamar's 0-2 against the Chiefs in his career, but it's hard to beat a team three times. And then I, I think the I think the Chiefs can beat the Steelers. I know the Steelers just beat the Colts, but I'm not a big fan on the Steelers. Um, Titans, I could see them beating 
the Chiefs. So those are three teams right there. And the Bills, too. The Bills are looking phenomenal. The second-best team in the AFC behind the Chiefs. But I just think there's a lot of teams that can beat the Chiefs there. So I feel like the most relaxed team right now should be the Packers. I know going to Week 17, there's a chance you could be the three-seed with a lot of things that have to happen, though. But we're just one win away from the number one seed, a bye week, which would be big. I mean, Rick Wagner, get an extra week, Corey Lindsley, Jamal Williams. I mean, it's big. A big week of rest. I mean, it's huge for the Packers getting the number one seed. There will be fans there, not a lot, but it's, it's just great to have fans there in general. I'll imagine, though, if there was packed house at Lambeau, home field advantage, all cold day. Ooh, that's just scary to think about, man. I'll tell you guys what. That is so scary. But sadly, we can't have that. And so I'm going to end this with awards. MVP award. Got to go to Mike Patton. Defense was phenomenal. I really wanted to give it to A.J. Dillon, but the defense was so great. They held Derrick Henry to under 100 yards, and everybody's expecting him to have, like, a, over 150. Great job. I love when we play, man. We got to play it more. It's, the only ticky-tacky thing, that and the Kevin King missed tackle. But I'm always harsh on Kevin King. Great game out of him. Linebackers played great. Front line played great. Secondary played great. Everywhere. Special teams. Eh. J.K. JK Scott made a great tackle. That's all we can really say about them. And really, the only – I really had to think about Brandon Bostic. I really was thinking about just not giving this award because it was great. I'm going to give it to Mason Crosby. He's missed a couple extra points these past couple games. And then he had a blocked field goal. I mean, I know it's not on him for the, for the blocked field goal, but he's a kicker. Kind of got to give it to him there. Missed extra points past couple weeks. He's got to get that ready to go. We cannot afford to leave points on the board at all. He's a veteran kicker. I feel like he'll get under control. Like I said, it was a very hard week to give this award out. Just a little ticky-tack Mason Crosby award. Gotta give it to you. I'm sorry, man. But hey, great game. Packers Nation, lot to look forward to. We're looking great. Everything's looking great. I mean, I'm so excited for week 17, the playoffs. And hey, go pack, go. And have a great week.